Listen, all you New Yorkers. This is the 77 WABC minicast. This is it. This is the last throws of the fall. Winter is coming in. Actually, I heard Noam say it's going to be a terrible rainstorm tomorrow here on the East Coast. Wherever you're listening, I hope you're comfortable. Here's what we have going on in New York. This is the day, day, week, month, I don't know, where people dress up like Santa Claus or dress up like elves and go to the bars. And in keeping, you know, I have been accused the last few weeks because I've been all about how young people don't seem to know their history and and have been leading these protests that have been ahistorical at best, anti-Semitic at worst. And so a few people have said to me, God, you sound like such an old man, you know, shouting at clouds when you talk about young people today. So I am in a different vibe. If you want to go out and stumble around the streets dressed up as Santa Claus, fine. If you're into Taylor Swift, fine. I actually, the more I read about Taylor Swift, the more I I like her. We're going to do some Taylor Swift music today. You might have, if you want to call 800-848-9222, say anything nasty about Taylor Swift, Ava's going to drop you. That's what I predict. Christian's on the calls. Kevin is supervising things. And if you want to reach out to me, wienerwabc at gmail.com. An interesting thing happened this week. I said I wasn't going to read my social media handles anymore because – so much bad stuff's going on in social media and more people email me. So wienerwabc at gmail.com. If I make a mistake, if you want to suggest a topic for a future show, if you just want to give me a hard time about something or compliment something I said. Um, interesting week. A lot going on. It's one of those weeks where I printed out a lot of stuff, a lot of notes. Curtis Sliwa, who kind of mentors me in this stuff, said, for every hour you're on the air, you should do two hours of prep. And today, this week, I was just reading so much. There was so much going on. Some stuff in the unsurprising category, you know, Santos going on selling videos of himself to make money. I'm not surprised at that, kind of in keeping with what we know about him. Kevin McCarthy resigning or announcing he's resigning, I think probably at the end of this week. He might already be done. Not that surprising. It's tough when you've been a speaker and you've been thrown out by your colleagues. There's no chance you're going back. And then I saw him groveling, saying he would take a position in Trump's cabinet. Kevin McCarthy going out with the grace that he came in on. You know, is this book called Young Guns. That was the rise of these three congressmen in the early 2010s. Paul Ryan went on to become vice presidential candidate under uh, Mitt Romney. Obviously wasn't successful. A guy named Eric Cantor, Jewish Republican, seemed like he had a bright future. He lost the primary, I think, two years after that book came out. And now Kim McCarthy, the third of the young guns, he's out. So the 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 Freedom Caucus Tea Party guys, they're eating their own. So not much interesting on that. As I mentioned, Taylor Swift, the person of the year. It's, a, it's remarkable. People are getting all up in arms, like these incel white guys sitting at their computers complaining about this or whatever. Let's, who cares? She's fine. She's a very successful. She seems kind of hip. I've watched, you know, read some of the stuff about her. She seems fine. There's different ways you can be influential in the world. And obviously she's very influential. She has like you made like a billion, literally a billion dollars on this Eras tour. Eras, that was called. Now, I'm not an aficionado. I can't even say that I'm much of a fan. However, we're going to use Taylor Swift all day as our bumper music. I had not thought that she would totally take over the show. But um, a lot has been said. Not much more to be said about. The hearings where 
anti-Semitism on campus was discussed. I think that people need to understand, and these college presidents obviously are learning it the hard way. First Amendment, freedom of speech, your ability to say outrageous, horrible things, that's something that exists that government can't stop you from saying horrible things and that government will protect you if you want to say them. If you want to walk down the streets advocating for genocide for Jews, as outrageous as that is, or being a member of the KKK walking through Skokie, Illinois, uh, through a Jewish community, or even saying that you believe that we should have something outrageous like slavery, and you can walk down the street and do it, and the police will have to protect your right to do that. But when you're on a college campus, when you're in a business, when you're, you know, you get to, there's, you, you have ability to make rules. And by, by definition, if you're in an academic setting, you need to have rules of what's acceptable to say, what's not acceptable, what, what constitutes harassment, what constitutes violence. And, and so when these college presidents basically try to litigate it and say, well, it depends upon what context you're saying you support a whole race of people being wiped out violently, they're being legalistic. But I just want to say to my friends, particularly those on the right who have complained about cancel culture, that these lines are hard to draw. Now, the obvious answer for those college presidents was, of course, it's not you can't go around saying that. Of course, that makes people feel unsafe, particularly when Jews are such a small minority in this country. But a lot of the people that got so upset about that were also the ones that are getting upset about other people being banned from campus or not being allowed to speak because they said things that they thought were perfectly fine. I mean, these are hard questions, and we're, we're wrestling with them in real time. And one of the interesting things, you know, someone did, it's a little bit of a, a baloney thing, but someone a Wall Street, someone did a, paid for a little poll, like 250 students across the United States, asking them whether they support this chant from the river to the sea. It's published in the Wall Street Journal this week. But only 47 people, 47 percent of these students who said that they embraced the slogan were able to name the river or the sea. Less than a quarter knew who Yasser Arafat was. And 12 of them of these 250, it's not a lot, you know, more than 10 percent. Well, how's that more than 10 percent? It's not. Um, said that they thought that Yasser Arafat was the first prime minister of Israel. I mean, all this is ridiculous. It's probably you know, the point being made is the one that I've made for weeks now is that a lot of these people marching the streets, wearing these shirts, chanting the slogans, have no idea what they're talking about. And the important people are the people in places like the White House and the Congress. And once again, I mean, the Congress has been strong on this stuff. But there's more that they need to do. You know, today, just as I was walking over here, it was announced that the president had authorized by emergency authority to send some arms to Israel without waiting for Congress to do it. Now, why does he have to do this? Because Congress has been dragging their feet. Congress has been asked by the president to do four common sense things here before they leave town, which is going to be at the end of this week. One, fund for the war in Ukraine. Two, fund for the, for the war in Israel against the terrorist organization Hamas. Three, funds to bolster uh, Taiwan against a possible uh, a challenge from China, the Indo the Indo Pacific region, and four, a bunch of things to make it faster and easier and more efficient to process people at the border to get them out if they've declared that they want to have asylum, for example, more border officers, more machines to to track fentanyl. 
And the Republicans have said no, that they don't want to do that. They want to do other things. They want to do other things on immigration. And what Chuck Schumer has said and what the president has said and what everyone says, all right, if you want to do some bipartisan things here, but we've got to do bipartisan things because we have the Senate controlled by the, the Democrats. The House is controlled by now by one vote or two votes by the Republicans. And you've obviously got the White House in the hands of, of Joe Biden. If you want to do something here, tell us what it is, but it's got to be a bipartisan thing. It can't be just some extreme thing like.